Hello and welcome to Next Time's podcast series on global capability centers. Uh, I'm Karthik Nagarajan. GCC have emerged as the epicenters of efficiency, innovation, and modern practices across multiple functions such as finance, procurement, IT, analytics, and HR. The objective of this podcast series is to have taught and focused conversations with the leaders in this space to take their views on the current challenges, solutions, and the future outlook of GCC. I have the privilege of initiating this series with Manoj Kalra, Senior Vice President and Head of Group Business Services at Royal DSM to discuss change management strategy in the post-COVID world. He has more than two plus decades of experience in the global GCC world at various large organizations. Prior to his current role at Royal DSM, Manoj worked with McKinsey & Co. in various leadership capacities. He was part of the worldwide leadership team that oversaw the functioning of McKinsey's GICs all over the world. Currently, he's part of the Global Advisory Board for SSON. He's also a chartered accountant by qualification. With that, I'd like to welcome Manoj. Uh, Manoj, it's a pleasure to have you around today. Thank you so much, Karthik. And uh, thank you for the honor of being on this podcast. It's likewise. It's, uh, and with that, uh, obviously, Manoj will be asking you a couple of questions. And through your insights, I'm sure listeners will benefit a lot. So over to the first question that I have, the term change management uh, applies to all business, as you all know. However, the underlying meaning and applicability vary from one business model to another. When you hear the word change management, Manoj, as you being the head of global group business services, which all aspects comes to your mind? You know, Karthik, before we answer this question, one thing we have to acknowledge is change is all around us. And we as individuals are experiencing change every day in our day-to-day life. Let me share some examples. If you were born in the 70s or 80s, I'm sure you would have watched movies on a video cassette recorder. Gradually, you shifted to VCDs. Then you shifted to DVDs. And today you're streaming music online. If you were listening to music, you would have been using a tape recorder. And then you started using CDs with MP3 music. And today, again, you're streaming music online. We used to go to a restaurant, place an order, get food and come back home. It used to take one hour if I need to pack food and bring it home. Today, it gets delivered in 20 minutes online. So if you look at all these changes around us, it's been driving behavioral change. And businesses have very well changed habits of individuals based on the need. That's exactly what's happening in our business environment where change is a constant and using change methodology, getting people to understand the why behind what we're doing is all about change management. So if I were to answer your question in one sentence, I would say change management is all about making people understand the why behind what we're trying to do. Connect the heart, the mind and the hands because the hands are the one that does the job. The mind is what instructs the hand and the heart is what you believe in. And then adapting to the new change that we're doing that's about change management. Either you you pull people along by using an effective change management program or you force people into it, which is not the right thing to do, by pushing it onto them. If you're able to pull people along, it's an effective change management program. If you're forcing people into it, it becomes disruptive. And that's where change management plays an essential role of connecting the heart, the hand and the mind. Wow. And if we can touch upon 
some of the other aspects right which is obviously linked to change which is the digitization and manoj as you would know in today's uh, post pandemic world many organizations are actually in a hurry to join the bandwagon of digitization digital transformation and we all know such transformations have the potential of disruption for better or worse right in all this the usual way of working for employees the vendors suppliers and customers all are impacted what is your take on the approach that we are all taking especially in the name of digitization from a change management perspective you know karthik this question is so relevant in today's world i i would even go to the extent of calling it a fashion statement <laughs> but what people are missing is what does digitization digitalization and digital transformation mean they're three different words and they all are very important because we tend to use these three words assuming that they're all the same and that's where organizations are making a mistake the first word is digitization what does it mean it means to digitize physical assets around you for example a piece of paper becomes a pdf a transaction through a check becomes an online transaction that's called digitization where you start building virtual assets around yourself then comes the second term which is digitalization which now says now that i've digitized my my world how do i use a technology to start creating bringing all these digital assets together which is using batch work like for example a month end process or an entire batch payment happening that to me is around digitalization and then comes the third piece which is digital transformation mm-hmm. which is where you now leverage the digitalization that you have made and actually convert it into a platform that enables you to do a lot more over the platform that you have built now if you're not using change management effectively and you're straight away going for digital transformation without digitizing or without digitalizing you're actually positioning yourself for failure and that's why i went to the extent of saying it is a fashion statement we should be very careful about how we are transforming our business how we are digitally transforming ourselves are we ready for that has there been effective investments in the digitization and digitalization and have we used the right level of change to enable that because on one hand our employees are being asked to digitalize the organization without knowing what they want to do but also let's understand that the same employees every day are are experiencing the digital transformation with all the services they take in their personal life whether it's their banking whether it's their movies whether it's their music whether it's you know ordering food and everything that they do on a day to day basis so that's that's where change management plays an effective role and that's where we have to be very careful about what digital transformation means got it and let's say uh, manoj uh, and 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 you you rightly explained right there is a huge difference or there's a step change when somebody talks about digitization then digitalization and the digital transformation right i mean i can see it's an evolving curve from that perspective what are some of the things one needs to take care right from a change management perspective uh, when you talk about the four t's right and i keep hearing four t's and maybe mainly from you manoj which is the talent the technology the training the trust I and mean, how how would you integrate all this these four go so well hand in hand karthik and and trust trust is the key one here right let's talk about that why do i say so in the pre covid days 
we wanted employees to be in office to work for 8 hours to do what they were actually digitally enabled to do from home but for some reason we felt that they have to be in office now i don't know why but suddenly i feel that i trust my colleague who's sitting at home can do that work equally effectively mm-hmm. so trust trust has enabled me to spread my wings because i now trust my colleagues across the world that wherever they are they are actually delivering on their objectives got it now got it. did i trust my colleagues less in the pre covid days the answer is no i just never experienced what trust can deliver beyond what we are already getting out of our colleagues as a team so i think trust has enabled us to widen our platform okay now comes training right and i'm going in the reverse order in the past we believed training has to be done in classroom today training has actually been online on demand curated mm-hmm. for your career path curated for the work that you're trying to do curated for the future that is expected out of you and you're expected to do online modules you have instructors coming online you have a way of questioning and answering and you have you have the ability of learning at your leisure and at your pace and then you're also having access to you know profiles that can actually help in problem solving through that training so mm-hmm. trust has enabled me to work from anywhere training is now enabling me to upskill at any given time of the day and all this is being managed through technology which is actually delivering a high level of talent which then enables us to change the organization and move to digitization digitalization and digital transformation so it all begins with these four t's that actually bring everything together without any one of these elements the way i've described it you can actually see how it's falling down and how change management binds all these things together because if i'm trusting people there's a reason they understand the why behind that they understand the why behind the training mm-hmm. how to leverage the technology and how does that actually result in good talent whether it's my talent acquisition team whether it's my delivery team whether it's my training team whether it's the technology team that's bringing all this together that's how change management binds all this together because people get the why behind it again remember the hand the heart and the mind all need wow. to come together no no very very uh, you know beautifully put so let's say even if i get into from the reverse order like you said trust trading technology and talent uh and we all know right ultimately it's a talent that you know becomes the core or or you know the topic of discussion right whether you are able to attract the right talent whether you able to retain the right talent so on and so forth right so with all this and we also know that there are some hybrid working models therefore finding the right candidate with these models i mean arguably has become much more easier for organization across the board and this is open lots of opportunity for skilled resources right there's always been the skill gap right and there always be people yep. who always look for jobs they never get it but for the skilled resources become that more easier to look for or get more than one opportunities at any given point in time and and this is kind of i would say fueling to the phenomenon of what we call it as great resignation right so in yep. your expert opinion manoj how can organization utilize the change management right and change management i and this is my personal view that it has got a, a lot of uh, benefit factor in controlling or retaining uh some of the talent right controlling attrition so how can change management be utilized or organizations can utilize the change management to avoid or minimize the impact of this higher than normal attrition rate what's your take on it 
So Karthik, before we answer that question, one has to understand what has driven the great resignation. Yeah. And there are a couple of reasons. Again, there's a lot of research around that. But there are a couple of reasons. One is, perhaps we're expecting our employees to come back to the old way of working and not acknowledging that the world around us has changed. Perhaps we're asking employees to come to office to work for eight hours and they're not yet equipped to leave their homes because of the way the world is today. Maybe kids are not going to school. Maybe, you know, it's one has adapted to, to a new way of working and finds it unreasonable to come to office. And maybe, maybe one organization is expecting a behavioral pattern. The other one on the, that's making an offer is actually prompting you to resign because they're offering you some of those things that you've gotten used to. Or maybe just by staying at home and working in a post-COVID, you just want to rediscover yourself and you need some time off. So there are various aspects around that are contributing to the great resignation. But I think if you take the essence out of this, mm -hmm. either, either employees are feeling that trust has come down. Why do you want me back in office? Or employees are feeling that I need to rediscover, retrain myself. Now, if you're trying to force fit the future or the current, the present or future into the past, I think we're making a mistake. What we need to understood, understand now is how do we find the change that we've all seen? Mm -hmm. How do we define and project the change that's going to happen? And how do we link that together and relate that to the, to the mindset of the talent that we're hiring? The world has changed Karthik around us. Mm -hmm. We have found and discovered and we have we have very proudly said, wow, we have found a new way of working. Trust me, I will do my job effectively. Unless you really need me on site, like I have to operate a machine, I have to actually be there. Great, I'll be there. But if you don't need me on site and I'm doing my work on a daily basis, do you really want me? And if you say, yes, I want you, then the question is why? Again, change management helps in addressing the why. Correct. So you've got to have a clear a clear, you know, cycle that links a loop, a loop that links back to the mindset of the individual to understand why is the company asking me to do what I'm doing? Hmm. And hence, I will do that. And that's where change management plays a big, big role. So that, that that's where I think change management can can work wonders in trying to define the future that can help curtail the great resignation. And, and, and uh, you know, I tend to agree with you, especially on two things, right? If you take back your earlier prophecy of 40s, the trust factor, right? I mean, the trust factor in the new operating model needs to be redeveloped, maybe, or relooked at. You know, how do you create a uh, seamless communication between the employees and the employer, right? And that's that, that could be one thing. From that, moving on, right? Uh, you know, I just want, if I, if I may, right? Uh, uh, while we all know that change is only constant, the strategies and frameworks of, for effective change management, we all know have also undergone many, many different avatars of the past couple of decades. With the benefit of hindsight in the post-pandemic world, which all new aspects have found their way in today's change management and which aspects have become redundant or less impactful about it? Yeah. G good question, Karthik. Two stories that I'd like to answer this question with. Story number one, mm -hmm. 20 years back, if somebody would have said that their invoices can be processed from India or from Philippines or from any offshore country, mm -hmm. it was difficult to believe and it was just unacceptable. However, 
it was proven again and again year on year that this is possible and it can work and that's how we brought this whole industry of gic into being over the last two decades hmm. but let's talk about the present now and your question is very very apt here how is the strategy and frameworks for effective change management undergone changes right let's talk about the present and then related back to the past mm-hmm. i will perhaps never forget the story throughout my life i was talking to two v- interns in in my sao paulo office and this was a nice virtual call that i was having a coffee talk and i asked them do you miss office the answer that the interns gave me is what do you mean by office i don't know mm-hmm. we have virtually passed out and we have virtually joined the company and we are virtually delivering on objective why mm-hmm. do you want us in the office mm-hmm. so now we are talking to a generation that believes in being virtually enabled and virtually empowered mm-hmm. and so if you look at the 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 change management that has happened from from the past where we were talking about getting work done and making people believe that this is possible to today we've actually brought in into a whole new paradigm of working a whole new infrastructure a whole new way of working we're dealing with a new generation of talent that mm-hmm. believes that they need to be virtually empowered so you need to create those working conditions that harness that talent and convert that belief into action on the ground and you're mm-hmm. able to deliver because all boundaries are broken today because if i go with that same equation of trust training technology and talent the four t's that you talked about my my playground is the world my only inhibitor is the cost and my ability to enhance the trust quotient around to leverage that talent that i have across the world easier said than done but that's a fact hmm. and we cannot deny that's fact because if you try to deny from it you're going against the wave of change mm-hmm. okay and uh, let's say you know coming out of the change management from the 40s and also when we started we talked about you know how did the digitization to digitalization to digital transformation evolve right if as uh, a question would come right as a seasoned corporate leader uh, you have seen multiple changes in the business model over the past several decades if you have to provide one piece of advice to our budding change manager of today's world what would it be uh, manoj i think it's all about first of all acknowledging that change is all around us and it's a constant hmm. second to constantly understand the profiles and the personas that we are working with and how do we bring that change in all the segments of the employee force that we are working with why do i say this is the example i took about the two interns is very different from the employee who has been working for 15 20 years and has been forced to sit at home and now perhaps is itching to come back to office but will not see the same office that they used to seeing in 2 years back that they were seeing pre covid hmm. so how do you bring change effectively amongst these people and change management is a constant that's going to be given and i think change managers have to keep on focusing on how to recalibrate their workforce to bring them to a constant platform which allows them to perform to their optimum because one cannot force the other and you cannot force everybody into one mold so mm-hmm. let's understand the different molds that we have let's understand the end objective and let's try to bridge that gap quickly and this is going to be the challenge for all change managers in the times to come and this is and this challenge will continue to be as technology advances as digitalization moves forward and as we keep on transforming ourselves to adapt to the technology that's around us and the needs of our customers 
No, absolutely, uh, Manoj. I can't agree more with you. So, with that, thank you uh, so much for sharing your valuable insights on change management concerning the global capability centers in the post-COVID world. I'm sure all our listeners will find this helpful in formulating their respective change management strategies. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. If you have any questions on this subject or have any suggestions for future topics, please write to us at thinknext at nextzep.com. So with that, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Manoj. Thank you, Karthik. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you.